Kripal gave only this message and even the wind also teaches us this if you keep walking while doing the Simran the destination comes to you by itself this is the Bhajan Kirpal Yahi Sandesha Deta on page 203. The fort of deceit will be destroyed in this world because walls of sand do not last. There are so many sins with you, you are a great sinner. Hail the power of Almighty Kripal, who carries all the burden. No one is an enemy. No one belongs to anyone else. Everyone is your very own. For as the Gurbani teaches, all this world was created from one light. O Guru Kripal, the negative power trembles and death also is nervous in front of whoever has caught hold of your finger. Ajayb says, apologize to Kripal if your soul wants happiness. Kripal gave only this message and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 203. <clears throat> Simrana Karte Chale Chaloto Manjula Kuda Milajati Kerpalayahi Sandeshadeta Havayahi Sikalati Simran karte chale chaloto manjila kura mil jati chala parabake kile kadina dunia mede jati Chala parabake kile ekadina dunia mede jati hai reto ki divar der taka kabhi nahi tika pati hai Reto ki divara deratakka kabinahi tikapati hai 
Simran karte chalo chalo to manjila kura mil jati hai itne itne sare pap sat me itne sare papi hai itne sare pap sat me itne sare papi hai Kapal takatera jeho Sabakabara uta tihe Kapal takatera jeho Sabakabara uta tihe Simran karte chale chale hoto manjila kura mil jati hai kapal yahi sandeshadeta hava yahi sikalati hai. Simran karte chale chale hoto manjila kura mil jati hai Guru karpala tumare ungali tamara ki hai jisne bhi Guru Kripala Tumare Ungali Tamara ki hai jisne bhi Uske aga kal kapata Oramota gabarati hai Ajaheba kripal lato mangali mafi Ajaheba kripal to mangala mafi Jejindari sukachati hai Simran karate chale chale hoto Manjila kura mil jati hai Kirpalayahi sandeshadeta Havayahi sikalati hai Simran karate chale chale hoto Manjila kura mil jati hai No one is an enemy. No one belongs to anyone else. Everyone is your very own. For as the Gurbani teaches, all this world was created from one light. Kripal gave only this message and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself.
Our next bhajan is on page 274. I tell you the condition of the heart that is in pain. I tell you what exactly love is. The revelation of the secret of love is the insult of love. One may perish, but not bring the name of his beloved on his lips. What does one have to do with the world? What does one have to ask from the world? I ask you, what exactly is the loyalty in love? The one sick in love died in separation, saying, who wants to wait more? Who knows whether he will come or not? He who used to keep me awake is himself awake now. The sighs of the poor heart do not cease, and they have never gone unanswered. I tell you the condition of the heart that is in pain. I tell you what exactly love is. Bhajan of Master Kripal Singh on page 274. <laughs> Kya cheez hai mahare baat Aho tumhe sunaye Ek dard mand dil ke Halat tumhe bataye Kya cheez hai mahare baat Aho tumhe sunaye Afshaye raze ulfat, tohi ne ashki hai. Afshaye raze ulfat, tohi ne ashki hai. Mit jaye lab pe leke kyo na maunkalaye. Ek dar da mand dil ke halat tumhe bataye kya cheez hai mahar baat aao tumhe sunaye duniya se kiya garaza hai Dunia se puchna kya Dunia se kiya garaza hai Dunia se puchna kya Meh tuj se puchta hai Kya cheez hai wafaye Ek dar da mand dil ke Halat tumhe bataye Kya cheez hai mahar baat Aao tumhe sunaye Bimar ne ye kar kar 
फुरखत में जान दे बीमार ने ये कर फुरखत में जान दे अब खान राह देखे वो आए नहीं आए एक दर दमंद दिल खे हालत तुम्हें बताए क्या चीज है महार बात आओ तुम्हें सुनाए मुझ खोज गाने वाले अब खुद भी जगतते हैं मुझ खोज गाने वाले अब खुद भी जगतते हैं मजबूर दिल किया है खाली गाये न जाये एक दर दमंद दिल के हालत तुम्हें बताए क्या चीज है महार बात आहो तुम्हें सुनाए आई टेल यू द कंडीशन ऑफ द हार्ट दैट इज इन पेन आई टेल यू व्हाट एग्जैक्टली love is well we are remembering master kripal's birthday this weekend his birthday is actually on tuesday i think whatever i forget what today is but that's all right something like that um so i want to start by reading a birthday message which he issued on January 25th 1964 he says master kripal says dear ones may the grace of god be on you all we are seekers after truth and for that purpose we have joined various religions which are our schools of thought truth is not the exclusive right of any particular creed place or age it is a man's birthright just as everyone has the right to breathe the air and absorb the rays of the sun we are all privileged to draw <coughs> from the unseen source of life strength and wisdom which is within each of us that infinite supply cannot be exhausted anyone belonging to any religion can delve it out from within with the help of somebody who is competent call him by any name you like take all that you can not only will it suffice for you but through it you will become instrumental in helping your fellows your smile will inspire another to smile 
your strength will impel another to be strong. A noble soul always draws forth the noble quality in others. God is love, and our souls are also love, and it is through love alone that we can know God. Love knows true renunciation, service, and sacrifice for the good of others without any consideration. A true human being is one who is truthful, leads a life of continence, radiates love to all others for the sake of God residing in them, and knows giving, giving, and always giving. We never lose anything when we give. When you give love, do you find that you have less love in your heart? On the contrary, you are conscious of an ever greater power of loving. But no one can be convinced of these things till he has applied them in a practical way. An ounce of practice is worth tons of theories. It is a practical age. Therefore, it is for us to make our idealism more practical. Believe in God, who is spirit. Love, the principle of all things, who is in me and I am in him, who resides in every heart. We should therefore love all mankind and others. If one cannot love those whom he sees, how can he love God whom he does not see? There is a religion above all religions which teach rituals, dogmas, and doctrines. That is truth. Religion truly means re or back and ligio which comes from ligore to bind. That is to bind our soul back to God, to truth. You have to be born into the truth. All masters who come from time to time speak of the same truth. We are lovers of truth. That is the true religion, on the basis of which the whole world can sit together and the East and West could be united. The purpose before me is to bring together all children of God now forming part of various religions, to understand each other and find a way back to God. I am glad that I found great response to this message of love with the grace of my master, the man in God. My hearty thanks and best wishes go to all who have been helpers in this noble cause of humanity. Yours affectionately, Kripal Singh. <coughs> and in connection with that, I want to read um, a selection from the top.
talk that Master gave on the same day as that circular was issued um, in Washington, D.C. at the Friends Meeting House on January 25th, 1964. And this talk was given, um, and he is, can be understood as a um, commentary on the message that I just read. He refers to it. I'm not sure if that if the reference, specific reference, is in the part I'm going to read or not. Um, let's see. Yeah. And by the way, there are, and I may be uh, mistaken in my counting, but there are four people here today who were present when this talk was given in 1964. Donna, David, Jim, and me. And uh, I'm sure that the memory of this day is very impre Im impressive. Yeah, very impressive, but very impacted much in all of us. When the masters came, what did they tell us? I mentioned it very briefly in a few words in my message to the message that we just read. They said, love is the way back to God. God is love, and our souls are also love, and it is through love alone that we can know God. Love knows true renunciation, service, and sacrifice. For whom? Not for the self, but for the good of others without any consideration. All masters say that love is the way back to God. Read any scripture. And there we are wanting. We are very intellectual. We are very wise in all other affairs. But we are wanting in love. Love is not grown in any field. It cannot be bought at any shop. It is already within you. Ingrained within you. It is innate. That love has simply been misfit. Where does that misfit love take us? To the body, to the enjoyment of the senses, and to the attachments of the outside world. The result is, where do we go? Where we are attached. So this love, which is misdirected, is called love. But if you look to its reality, you will find it is God in itself. Because God is love, and our soul is love, when love is withdrawn from outside and we come within, we come in contact with all love. This is what is required. Christ said, those who do not understand love cannot understand God. Those who do not know love cannot know God. The tenth guru of the six also gave us the same thing. Hear ye all, irrespective of whether you belong to the east or the west, to one country or the other, or to one religion or the other. I tell you the truth. 
God is had only through love. But we have not understood the true meaning of love. We take it to be the enjoyment of the senses with the body and outside things. That is not true love. Mind that love is a gift from God to man. Love seeks union with the beloved. First there is yearning, there is pining. You want to see him, to be near him. What is love? What is the result of love? When love is there, whatever, for whomever, you are always constantly in sweet remembrance of him. That is the outward token of love. First you would like to be near him, then you would not like to disobey any order he gives. As Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said further, I give you a new commandment, love one another. We say we love God, but we do not love one another. Why? All masters say, love God, <coughs> love thy neighbor, and love all creation. If we love God and do not love our brothers, then what does the Bible say? You are a liar. Do you see? If you do not love your brother whom you see, how can you love God whom you do not see? So love ultimately, after yearning, wants to be near him, to obey him, and then obedience will result in surrender. Obedience seeks the pleasure of the beloved. Why do you want to be obedient? You want to seek the pleasure of the beloved whom you love. One who loves is a lover of the beloved, and one who obeys is the beloved of the beloved. If you love your master, master loves you. Those who are more obedient, who love him and never transcend any of his injunctions, become the most beloved of him. Ramakrishna was sometimes seen weeping for Swami Vivekananda when he did not find him. It was by the grace of my master that I used to go to him twice a week, sometimes weekly, the maximum number of times I could. Sometimes it happened that I could not go, and he would send someone to find out why I did not come. It also happened that he took the car and drove to Lahore, about 40 miles, and he went and stood under my office and sent a man up to call me down. Do you see? If you love the master, the master loves you the most. You become the beloved of the beloved. We have not ever thought of the value of love. We say we are lovers of the masters, then why is there so much discord and disunion? When two men love the same thing, there should only be competition of this kind. If one man puts in six hours in meditation, <coughs> you put in seven hours. If one man serves selflessly, you do even more service than that. If one man puts one shoulder to the wheel, 
you put your two shoulders to the wheel. This is what he really means by love. About love, I say, one who loves is the lover of the beloved, and one who obeys becomes the beloved of the beloved. Who is the greater? <coughs> and that love should also be within a respectful mood. Once I wrote my master a letter in which I said, I pray, grant me love, your love, but that love should be within respectful limits. Sometimes out of love we transcend the limits. Sometimes we want to overrule the one whom we love. That's not the way of the true lover. He received the letter and put it on his breast. He said, I want such a one who loves within a respectful mood. You will find that for one who surrenders, nothing has any existence other than the beloved. Surrender is above obedience. Obedience is sometimes practiced in a willy-nilly way. But surrender means giving up everything for the beloved. You have nothing else except the beloved. So greater than love is obedience, mind that. Greater than love is obedience. And all these can be summed up in love divine. This is perhaps the only lesson or injunction or counsel I can give you to make you successful in all ways of life, especially in your spiritual life, because you abide in the one you love. Christ said, let my words abide in you and you abide in me. How can you abide in him? First by obedience and second by surrender. As you think, so you become. The fifth guru of the six tells us that if the disciples remember the master, what does the master do? Whom does he remember? His loving souls. Never for a moment think that the God in the master forgets you. For instance, I told you at the commencement of my talk that when I was in India, I was there with you here at night. When I am here, I am there at night. When the sun rises there, I am there. When the sun rises here, I am here. Do you see? That is God in me, not the Son of Man. Godhood is the birthright of every human being. Fortunately, we have that birthright. It is the grace of God. And the grace of God has further descended in that we have some desire, some yearning for God. It is to achieve him, to find him, that we have cared to join any school of thought or religion. It is possible through love alone to become God, I would say. The lover and the beloved both become one. Christ said, I and my Father are one. And St. Paul said, it is I, not now I, but it is Christ that lives in me. This is what is meant by the word gurumuk. Master is God in man, and a lover of the Master becomes a gurumuk. 
he becomes the guru, a God-man in man. This is the ultimate feat of love, and this is the easiest way. I remember a story that has just struck me. Lord Rama went into exile for 14 years. He went to the wilderness where many other yogis were living. There was one lady there of a very low caste. She heard that Lord Rama was coming into exile into the wilderness, and what did she do? She thought, Rama will be coming, and he may be barefooted, so that the thorns might prick his feet. So she simply cleared the way of all thorns. And then she thought in the heart of her heart, when he comes, what shall I offer him? In the wilderness there is no food to eat, but there are berries everywhere. She began to pluck berries and taste them. Those that were sweet she put in her pocket. So she kept all those tasted berries with her. Each of the yogis who was living there thought that perhaps he was the greatest of the yogis and that Lord Rama would be coming to his cottage. Mind that this I-hood, I know better, I am better than all these others, is the last weakness that leaves a man, even the so-called masters. But where did Rama go? When he went to the wilderness, he met the lady who had collected the berries. Now what did he do? She offered him those berries that were tasted and he ate them. Love knows no law. Love is above all. The yogis living there had been doing penances for hundreds of years. And I, it's important to, I've often commented on this, but it's important to uh, realize that um, it isn't just a question of sanitation here, um, that the, the lady had tasted the berries and then was giving them. Uh, in the Hindu religion, it's the caste difference traditionally has been enormous, and um, this was a lady of a very low caste. She was a, what they call a member of the Beal caste, B-H-I-L, which is uh, basically untouchable. And so when Lord Rama accepted those berries, he was doing something that was uh, considered by an Orthodox Hindu to be a sin. And um, in fact, beyond the pale. I mean, it was just nothing that anyone could conceive of doing. And I, I've, I've mentioned this a number of times too, but um, hopefully there'll be somebody here who hasn't heard it. Um, when I was in India with Master Kripal in 1969, uh, we were there during the time of the Ram Lila, which is the, the celebration of Lord Rama. It happens in October every year. And all over India, um, the, the Ram Lila, which means the play of Rama, and it is a play, a theatrical play, is put on. Uh, in Delhi, there were probably two dozen versions playing at different parts of the city, maybe more. And uh, the, what, they, what they put on, the script that they used, the written script, was, uh, is the uh, dramatized version of the Hindi Ramayana, the version of the Ramayana 
called technically the Ramcharitramanas, or the Holy Lake of the Acts of Rama, which was written by Tulsidas, who was a master of the Shabad Yoga um, in the 16th century. And uh, he also wrote the dramatized version. So that um, it's a very high thing. And uh, Samhain Singh has explained that Tulsi Das, who was uh, that Tulsi Das had written the spiritual version of the Ramayana in order to correct misapprehensions about its literal meaning and application. Um, Anyway, Master Kripal sent a group of us over to see uh, a particular version of it. And I was lucky enough to be sitting next to the princess, Cuckoo, who translated beautifully for those of us who could hear her, which was not too many, but there were a number. And uh, in that play, which is, by the way, an opera, it's the whole thing is sung, yeah, I found it exquisitely beautiful and extremely powerful, by the way. I was very grateful to Master for um, introducing me to that. But the scene uh, with, with this incident that we just read is shown. Uh, you see Lord Rama is there on the stage with his brother, Lakshman. And uh, the Bilni is there. Her name is Shivri, by the way. And uh, she offers him the berries, and Lakshman goes ballistic. You know, this low caste, this nothing person is offering the avatar, the berries? What is this? And then Lord Rama takes the berries, and he eats them, and Lakshman can't believe it. You know, he turns around. He's horrified. And it's a very powerful moment, and it is still a, a, a point of view that in the Hindu religion is very powerful, although it is eroding some, thanks to, thanks to the masters and thanks also to people like um, Mahatma Gandhi. Anyway, the best part of the story is still to come. Uh, so he went to the yogis and they came up to him and asked, will you kindly grace our cottage? There was a pond of water where they lived that was full of small insects. There was no other source of water and they asked Lord Rama if he would just clean the pond of all dirt and insects by his grace by putting his feet into the water. Uh, it was generally considered that if a holy person put his feet into polluted or contaminated water, that it would um, clear it up. He said, no, I think you are the greatest of the yogis. Why don't you put in your feet? For they must be better able to clear the pond. They did, and the water remained the same. Then they forced him, kindly put your feet into the water, and all the insects will go. He said, all right, it's up to you. He also put his feet into the pond, but the insects were still there. Lord Rama had to demonstrate the greatness of love. True love does not know any show, mind that. He said, I think it would be best if you call that Bilni and let her put her feet into the water. Then she came and put her feet into the water and the pond was cleared. 
These are instances to show that love is a great miracle. God is love. Through love only you become one with God. You can become one with him whom you love. As you think, so you become. But we have not seen God. How can we love? We can only love one whom we have seen, who is at the same level at which we are working. The Mohammedan scriptures tell us, each man must have some beloved. What sort of beloved? Not one that leaves you, but is ever with you. One who does not leave you in this life and in the life hereafter. And who can he be? It is the God in him. Christ gave an example to show this. So long as the branches are embedded in the fruit-growing tree, they give fruit. But when they are cut off, they cannot give fruit. Then he said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. So long as you remain embedded in me, you will bear forth ample fruit. Do you see, this is what is meant by love. Hafiz, a great saint, tells us, O oh God, people call me Hafiz, but I am no longer Hafiz. I am he who lives in me. So, for human beings, God becomes human and has love for his beings. In that man who has become one with God, God becomes man. God in man and man in God. And this is the word I have given in this message too. And who was he? My master. I saw him. He was man in God. To love master is to love God, the God in him, not the son of man. Mind that there is no sadhana or spiritual practice greater than love. All outer performances, rites and rituals, and the saying of prayers are only meant for love. If you have developed love, everything is there. There is no higher law than love, and there is no goal beyond love because love is God and God is love. In this way, God and love are identical for the one who has divine love has reached God. He is one with him. That is why I said here that what the masters taught in their lives is a religion above all religions. They gave out that very love. No amount of intellect can fathom God. No amount of austerity can enable you to attain God. Only when one loves him and loses oneself in him can one find him. It is only by the feet of love that you can lose yourself when the two become one. And there are no other means, there is no other way back to God except through love. <coughs> and I, you know, the concept of misdirected love, which Master refers to in the part of the talk that we read, um, I've mentioned this a number of times too, but you know that in the New Testament, 
the word that is translated routinely as sin, the Greek word that is there in the actual text is hamartia, which means one who misses the mark or missing the mark. It's an archery term. It came originally from archery and it meant when you shot an arrow and missed the target. That was hamartia. And uh, it's very interesting to compare that with the idea of misdirected love because if we think about it, the whole definition of sin becomes missing the point. This is not what you are here for. This is not what it's all about. Um, and that is why, you know, in the bhajan that we sang, Kripal Yahi, one of them, uh, he says, there are so many sins with you. You are a great sinner. Hail the power of almighty Kripal who carries all the burden. If you think of it from the point of view of what sin means, okay, missing the point, the point of existence, uh, sure we are. We've missed the point all our lives, thousands of times a day. But Master will carry the burden of that, that is by giving us the scope that we need in order to learn how not to do that, how to um, live in such a way that we do not miss the point that our love is not misdirected. The other definition of sin, of course, that uh, Master Kripal gives in his book, The Wheel of Life, is um, he says the masters give a very simple definition of sin as forgetting of origin. And that is, of course, how we miss the point, because we forget who we really are. As Master said in a talk we just read, Godhood is the birthright of every human being. In a life that is lived that doesn't miss the point is a life that would lead directly to Godhood. It's quite a thought. I want to uh, conclude the readings today with um, selections from the 1967 circulars. There, Master Kripal issued two series of circulars toward the end of his life. Um, one of them is quite well known as a group, the How to Develop Receptivity, five parts between 1969 and 1973. Uh, but the other one, the other series was issued throughout the year 1967. And I want to read um, the first one is, I want to read is November, from November 11th, 1967. I want to read that in the entire, in its entirety, and then a couple of paragraphs from the talk, the message of December 28th of that year. So he has already issued several talks, and this is, continuing in the series called Blessed are the Poor in Spirit. Dear children of light, blessed are ye who for the sake of righteousness offer to work in the vineyard of the Master and more so 
those who are actually engaged in the work. It is indeed a rare privilege which comes in one's way as a matter of grace, and not because there is anything special in us, and we must not on that account feel elated and exalted. On the contrary, we should thank our stars for having been given such an opportunity and try to serve the noble cause with contrition and humility. It should always be our earnest endeavor to make ourselves worthy of the trust and responsibility with which we have been entrusted in spite of our weaknesses and shortcomings. It would always pay us if we occasionally make a pause to take stock of what we are, for at times we are carried away in our zeal to limits, limits beyond the limits of reason. The human mind is very tricky and treacherous. In diverse ways, quite imperceptibly, it starts playing antics. At times we begin to feel that we are God's elect. We know full well the divine plan and that the power of God cannot but work through us. We should know that we are yet on the way to perfection and not in any sense near perfection. Perfection is the goal that has to be achieved. Be ye perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect, is what Christ taught 2,000 years ago, and his teachings are as true today as they were then. A disciple is not above the master, nor a servant above his Lord. It is enough for a disciple that he be as his master, and the servant as his Lord. We have therefore to develop in us the virtues of the master and the Lord. And what these virtues are is the next question. Humility is their greatest embellishment. Humility first and humility last is what they preach. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the emphasis here is more on poverty in spirit than on anything else. This then is the keynote for all who work for the sacred cause. Next comes love, love for one and love for all. Love thy neighbor, for love is the fulfilling of the law of God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. A little leaven of love will leaven the whole lump and infect all those who are around you. Again, perfect love casteth out fear. Whensoever there is the least fear lurking, know it for certain that love hath not yet perfected in that heart. Naturally enough, from love spring forth the ideas of service and sacrifice. Love believes in giving, giving away the best you have and not accepting anything in return, for that would be a barter and not love. 
Service before self is what love teaches. By love serve one another is what the Apostle Paul taught to the Galatians and through them to all mankind. If we look critically, we will soon realize that all service which we seem to be doing to others is not to anybody else, but to the one self-same self, pervading everywhere and in all, including our seemingly individualized self, clothed in raiments of flesh and bones. This being the case, there is no ground for claiming any credit whatever. Loving service must therefore flow freely, fully, and naturally as a matter of course, refreshing all hearts, for it will convert the otherwise dreary and desolate earth into a veritable garden of Eden, for which we so earnestly pray every day, but find it receding from us the more we wish for it. Where loving service begins to flow freely from the innermost depths of a heart, that heart naturally gets saturated with the milk of human kindness and becomes meek, as meek as a lamb. Freed from the thorns and thistles of arrogance and pride, one becomes harmless as a dove. He cannot then injure the feelings of others by thoughts, by words, or by deeds. He would ever fear to judge others and make unruly remarks and comments. Judge not others, lest ye be judged and found wanting by the great judge. This thought would keep him on his guard. Human heart is the seat of God and should in no wise be injured. A Muslim dervish goes to the length of saying, burn the Holy Quran, if you will, and raise Kaaba to dust, but injure not a human heart, for it is the seat of God. Courtesy, you will realize, costs nothing, but pays rich dividends. It is from the abundance of heart that the tongue speaks. If you studiously cultivate purity of heart, your tongue will automatically become honeyed sweet. A tongue cut is always deeper than a sword cut and remains evergreen and gangrenous. We should avoid all idle talk, for as Christ said, every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. These are just a few of the axiomatic truths that have been placed before you for your guidance and welfare, so that you may benefit therefrom. Not only yourself, but you will be able to benefit others as well by your noble example. An example is better than hundreds of sermons, and an ounce of practice works more than tons of theoretical disputations and dissertations. One thing more, there is a growing tendency with some persons to make divisions among the satsangis, 
good satsangis and bad satsangis. All satsangis are satsangis, and one who has been chosen, called, justified, accepted, and glorified by being linked with the living strands of life within, the light and sound of God, the audible life stream, is truly in touch with truth or sat and accordingly is a satsangi. To classify satsangis into good and bad satsangis is hardly justifiable, for it is said, God first created the light, we are all children of the light, the whole creation sprang from the light, why then dub anyone as evil? This being the case, we are all equal in the sight of God. Whoever thinks otherwise has, I am afraid, not yet come by the rudiments of the sacred science. Some may be slow and some rapid in their inner development. That is quite a different thing. For each one has his or her peculiar background and mental makeup as coming from past incarnations, but to give a bad name to any is not justifiable in the least. And if one does that, he shows a bad taste, and the sooner he rids himself of this habit, the better it will be for him and for all concerned. A child is dear to the mother even if he or she is smeared with filth, and the mother washes him down with love and hugs him to herself. Know it for certain that he who feels exalted is abased, and he who humbles himself is exalted. A tree laden with flowers and fruits bends with their weight, while the palm tree that stands tall and erect bears nothing. Again, a tree is known by the fruit it bears. Be ye truly the children of light, and shed light to others that they may take heart, and your light prove a lamp unto their feet and that they may not stumble, but are guided to the way of God. For therein lies your duty to God and the power of God with which you have been united by the grace of the Master Power. If you will live up to these instructions, it will hasten the Master's coming to you to see you all in loving harmony. I may add a few words about initiation into the esoteric science of the soul before I close. Initiation, you should know, is granted not haphazardly or for the mere asking, <coughs> but according to certain inner principles. Your recommendation is required so that you may be satisfied as far as possible, so that you may have no qualms of conscience afterward and feel hurt if anything goes awry in course of time. Sometimes it may even happen that certain individuals may not, according to ordinary standards, appear to be qualified for the gift of Nam. And yet Nam is given to them simply because it is ordained from above. So these are matters which cannot in all instances be judged on the human level. With all love and kindly thoughts for all, Yours affectionately, Kurt.
Kripal Singh. In his final circular of that year, um, which is also in the book The Way of the Saints, under the title Before the Year Runs Out, uh, continues on those thoughts. It's, and I don't obviously have time to read the whole thing. Um, but a couple of paragraphs, um, and not all of it, he, he covers a number of things here. Um, I cannot help emphasizing that all satsangis, whatever their qualifications and the degrees of advancement, are equally dear to me. With all our seeming righteousnesses, we are yet far from righteousness, for none are righteous in the real sense of the word, and there is no ground for us to feel exalted simply because we had the good fortune to work in the vineyard of the Lord. On the contrary, this very thing, the work entrusted to us so graciously, casts upon us an added responsibility to make ourselves worthy of it. A tree is known by the fruit it bears, and so we should act and behave in a manner that glorifies God and is befitting to us as children of God. It will be a healthy beginning <coughs> if representatives, group leaders, and workers invite each other for talks and addressing the satsangis and others interested in the subject in their respective areas, <coughs> and the invitees in their turn should give out their best to their listeners without in any way interfering with their susceptibilities and loyalties as may tend to estrange them from each other and cause any to stumble on the way. This, it is hoped, will in a way help to expand the self in you, and your hearts will go out to serve the Lord <coughs> whenever and wherever you may get an opportunity to do so. This is the greatest <coughs> service that one can do to oneself <coughs> and to the self-same self in others around you and those with whom you may come in contact from day to day. In this respect, <coughs> it would be worth your while. Sorry. <coughs> I do not have a cold. I'm not sick. I'm in excellent health at the moment, but I got hoarse from talking too much. In this respect, it would be worth your while and profitable for you to read this, along with the previous circulars of June 6, 1967, and November 11, 1967, which is the one we just read, together with the birthday message of July 1967, which is the very famous humility circular, as all of these, including this one, present an integrated view of true living as enjoined by the masters. And he concludes with all love and more of it, yours affectionately, Kripal Singh. There is a great deal in all that reading, um, 
you know, we could talk for hours and hours on the implications of it and so forth. Um, but it really beautifully, very beautifully speaks for itself. Um, the point, one point that Master made in the first reading, that the I-hood, the sense of I, is the last thing that goes before um, including the so-called masters, people who seem to be very holy and who have in fact developed and achieved some power. Um, but because if we develop that kind of power and discipline before our ego is transcended, then as Master pointed out, it goes to strengthen the ego. And I once witnessed um, in India at uh, Master's ashram when a yogi exploded in absolutely ferocious anger. <coughs> and he was obviously very powerful yogi. I had actually been a little afraid of him. <coughs> and there were a number of people around and Master came over and uh, people started backing away from the guy and I'd have no idea what he was angry about. But Master just took his hand like this and he put it on his face, brought it down over his nose, down his chest to his stomach and just as he did that, it was like the anger just drained out of the guy. And when he finished, he was perfectly calm. And the next day, I, I asked the master, um, I was very much in awe of the whole thing. I, I mean, it was incredible to me on many accounts. But I asked him um, how it could be that someone who was, you know, practiced yoga for so many years and had obviously achieved something, how could he uh, fall apart that way? And Master answered by saying what he said in that circular, that uh, this is the last thing that goes. And if it hasn't gone and you develop spiritually um, in, you know, the areas of discipline, power, etc., then it goes to strengthen it. And you've got a whopping ego at that point. And this is why, um, as he has explained at other times, oftentimes when we do, when we work hard on the path, uh, we don't necessarily experience everything to the level that we have um, really achieved. The Master can keep us from that if, if we still have work to do in transcending the ego. It's something to think about. All right, we are listening to a talk of Sanchi's given in, I think, March 1997 um, at SKA retreat outside of Delhi, India. जिन पर मेहर पड़े आशरण वे पावे सतगुर पहचान सानू पता है कि जदो बारिश होनी हुंदी है सब तो पहला आसमान दे विच बदल हुंदे है सानू आस हुंदी है कि हुन ठंड होएगी बारिश होएगी गर्दा दब जाएगा फसला we know that when it is about to rain, 
first of all the clouds are formed in the sky Sabemos que antes de llover o cuando está a punto de llover, primero que todo es ya se habrán reunido las nubes en el cielo. Y luego tenemos esta esperanza de que va a llover y que va a disminuir el calor. Hará que toda la vegetación se vea más verde hará que las, eh, las flores florezcan y traerá también la frescura. Igualmente cuando Dios Todopoderoso va a derramar gracia sobre algunos seres los envía donde un maestro perfecto. Los santos les dan los medios para ir hacia adentro. Y le enseñan al discípulo cómo ir hacia adentro. When that disciple follows the path of the master, when he goes in the within, the master tells them that how after going in the within, he will be able to go into the deep samadhi, and then you will recognize that who I am, I am your friend whom you had forgotten, and I will come to take you back. Una vez que el discípulo haya ido hacia adentro, allí se encontrará con el maestro, quien le indicará qué tiene que hacer para eh, lograr el samadhi profundo. Una vez que haya logrado este samadhi, se dará cuenta y el maestro le dirá, yo soy tu viejo amigo, tú habías estado en el olvido y yo vine a sacarte de ese olvido. Amados míos, aquellos quienes han reconocido al Maestro eh, y esto que ha sido eh, decidido por Dios Todopoderoso que ellos han de reconocer al Maestro, estas almas que hayan reconocido al Maestro, para ellos eh, los océanos no tienen ninguna importancia, no crean distancia entre el Maestro y el discípulo, ni tampoco las montañas los bloquean. Sooner or later they do get to the perfect masters, those who have been given the recognition by God Almighty. Tarde o temprano llegan donde el Maestro, quienes hayan tenido o hayan logrado tener este reconocimiento del Maestro. Ap 
अपनीयोगत चतुरता छोड़े अपने को जाने अनजान ऐसी आत्मा सतगुरु की शरण में आके अपने आप नु अपनी चतुराई छड़ देंदे है अपनी चलाकी छड़ देंदे है जो भी ऐब ओना दे विच हुंदे है एक-एक करके छड़दे जांदे है such a soul after coming to the feet of the perfect masters give up their cleverness their wisdom their, their deceitfulness tales almas cuando llegan a los pies del maestro abandonan toda su astucia el engaño que puedan tener y la forma como puedan ser whatever faults they may have in them one by one they go on giving them up una por una abandonan todas las faltas que puedan tener dentro de sí dime mere doctor de age अपना दुख फोलता है बेनती करता है कि मेनु तंदुरुस्ती चाहिदी है इसे तरह शिष्य भी गुरु दे चरणा विच आके आप दा रोग दसदा है कि मेनु किमे काम दा रोग है क्रोध दा रोग है मैं किस तरह रोग दे विच ग्रसया है मेरे ते दया करो मेहर करो सतगुरु जरूर दया दी ओदी श्रद्धा दे मुताबिक उस नु पीख पौंदा है just like a sick person when he goes to the doctor he tells the doctor about all his pains and he prays to him to give him the treatment so that his pains may be removed así como un enfermo va donde el médico le habla y le explica hacer le dice qué dolores tiene le pide y le ora a, al médico que por favor le dé la medicina para para que pueda mejorar in the same way when such a disciple goes to the perfect master he tells him about all the diseases with which he is affected he tells him that i am affected or i am suffering from the lust anger and the other diseases igualmente cuando un discípulo va donde el maestro perfecto le habla acerca de todas las enfermedades que tiene le dice que es afectado por la lujuria la avaricia y las demás pasiones he said that shower grace upon me and remove all this sicknesses and sufferings le dice por favor derrama tu gracia sobre mí y elimina todas estas enfermedades y dolores he begs the master to give him the grace and according to his receptivity and according to the way he asks for the master's forgiveness the master does give him the grace le ora al maestro para que derrame su gracia y de acuerdo a su receptividad y de acuerdo a la forma como le haya pedido perdón entonces derrama su gracia ਕਰਿਓ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਭਜਨ ਬੋਲਦੇ ਆ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਕਾਫੀ ਭਜਨ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਦੇ ਸਾਹਮਣੇ ਬੋਲੇ ਗਏ ਸਨ ਇਸ ਗਰੀਬ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਵੀ ਉਸ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਅੱਗੇ ਇੱਕ ਮਰੀਜ਼ ਦੀ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਬੇਨਤੀ ਕਰੀ ਸੀ ਕਿ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਜੰਮਣ ਮਰਨ ਦਾ ਦੁੱਖ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਵੈਦ ਹੈ ਸਾਡਾ ਇਹ ਰੋਗ ਹਟਾ ਦੇ ਤੇਰਾ ਕਦੇ ਵੀ ਆਸਾਨ ਨਾ ਭੁੱਲਾਂਗੇ ਦਿਨ ਰਾਤ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਯਾਦ ਕਰਾਂਗੇ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਪਲਕਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਬਿਠਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਦਿਲ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਬਿਠਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ देयर ਆਰ ਮੈਨੀ ਵਰਜਨਸ ਵਿਚ ਵਰ ਸੰਗ ਇਨ ਫਰੰਟ ਆਫ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਲਾਰਡ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਅਮਰ ਵਰਜਨਸ ਵਿਚ ਯੂ ਸਿੰਗ ਆਊਟ ਆਫ देम देयर ਆਰ ਮੈਨੀ ਵਰਜਨਸ ਵਿਚ ਵਰ ਸੰਗ ਟੂ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਅਮਰਸ ਮੀਓਸ ਦੇ ਇੰਟਰ ਲੋਸ ਵਰਜਨਸ ਕਿ ਉਸਤੇਸ ਕੰਟਨ ਮੂਚੋਸ ਦੇ ਏਜੋਸ ਫੋਰਨ ਕੰਟਾਡੋਸ ਆਲ ਮਾਇਸਟਰੋ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਐਂਡ ਲਾਈਕ ਅ ਸਿਕ ਪਰਸਨ ਗੋਸ ਟੂ ਦ ਡਾਕਟਰ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਵੇ ਥੀਸ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਵਰ ਸੈਟ ਟੂ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਲਾਰਡ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਦ ਡਾਕਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਦ ਵਨ ਹੂ ਕੈਨ ਰਿਮੂਵ ਦ ਸਫਰਿੰਗਸ ਸੋ ਯੂ ਰਿਮੂਵ ਆਵਰ ਸਫਰਿੰਗਸ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਪੇਨਸ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਮੋ ਉਹਨੇ ਫਿਰ ਮੋਵਾਦੋਂ ਦੇ ਮੈਡੀਕੋ ਲੈ ਆਵਲਾ ਅਸਰਕਾ ਦੇ ਸੁ ਸਫਰਿੰਗਸ ਪਾਰਾ ਕਿ ਲੈ ਆਜੂਦੇ ਆ ਦਿਸਾਸਰਸੇ ਦੇ ਜੂਸ ਦੇ ਇਸਤਾ ਮਿਸਮਾ ਫੋਰਮਾ ਫਰੈਂਟੇ ਆਲ ਮਾਇਸਟਰੋ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਫੂ ਅਸੀਂ ਇ ਲੈ ਆਵਲੇ ਅਸਰਕਾ ਦੇ ਲੋਸ ਡੋਲੋਰਸ ਸੀ ਸਫਰਿੰਗਸ ਵੀ ਸ਼ਾਵਰ ਯੋਰ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ ਅਪਨ ਅਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ
your grace and we will always be grateful to you for your grace. Por favor, derrama tu gracia sobre nosotros. Siempre estaremos agradecidos contigo y siempre recordaremos que derramaste tu gracia sobre nosotros. We will always keep you in our eyelashes. We will always keep you in our within. Siempre te capturaremos eh, con nuestras eh, pestañas o te capturaremos en nuestros ojos y te mantendremos siempre por dentro. तब सात गुर प्रसन्न होए कर सतगुरु भी प्रसन्न होंदर होंदूर सानू आप पता निशान जिथो आया होंगे लै जाता है Amados míos, como dice Swami Ji Maharaj, no se trata de simplemente hablar. When we give up our cleverness and the wisdom, and when we turn our face away from the lust, anger, greed, attachment, attachment, and egoism, and face towards the Master, then the Master becomes pleased with us, and He also showers His grace upon us, and He gives us the recognition of that place from where He has come. Ah, cuando nosotros abandonamos nuestra astucia y nuestra sabiduría y cuando le volvemos la espalda a la lujuria, la ira, la avaricia, el apego y el orgullo y cuando volvemos nuestro rostro hacia el Maestro, Él también nos da este reconocimiento y Él nos ayuda a ir hacia adentro. जितने भी है सारे यही सानू वादा करते हैं कि मरिया पिछो थानू स्वर्ग मिलन गए मुक्ति मिलेगी संत मत दे ऐसे झूठे वेदे नहीं होंगे गए ये तो नकद सौदा है वो कहते हैं जो कुछ करना सो अभी करना अगे का ना भरोसा करना Amados míos, generalmente todas las religiones nos prometen que vamos a llegar al cielo después de la muerte. Pero en Santmat no se nos dan esas promesas. Porque lo que hacemos en Santmat es... Eh, eh, trabajar o hacer negocios con dinero en efectivo. The masters tell us that whatever you have to do, you have to do it right now. You do not have to rely upon the future. Los maestros nos dicen aquello que tengan que hacer deben hacerlo ahora. No deben confiar en el futuro. Bina Shabad 
उदार न होगा सब संतन यह किया बखान प्यार ना कहते है जो अपना जीवन उच्चा सुचा पवित्र बना दें सतगुरु सात नब्द आ रहा है जोड़ देंगे सब संतान की बाणी इस गल की गवाही दी है कि बगैर शब्द तो मुक्ति नहीं गुरु तो बगैर शब्द नहीं मिलता नाम नहीं मिलता nos dice amorosamente que cuando purificamos nuestra vida cuando hacemos que nuestra vida sea pura y sagrada y cuando llevamos una vida muy elevada en, es, en ese momento el maestro une nuestra alma con el origen une nuestra alma con aquel sitio de donde provino el alma all the masters have said that we cannot get the shabad without the master and there is no liberation without getting connected to the shabad todos los maestros dicen que no podemos obtener el shabad sin haber ido al maestro y no podemos lograr la liberación si no hemos recibido el shabad मैं शुरू जी क्या संत महात्मा किसी भी टैम अंदर आए है किसी भी समाज अंदर आए है सब संत महात्मा एक गलते तबाह करते हैं कि वह परमात्मा एक है चाहे कोई अमरीका का पैदा होया है चाहे कोई अफ्रीका का या हिंदुस्तान का सब का परमात्मा एक है उसके मिलने का जो तरीका साधन है वह भी एक है अज तक जिसन भी परमात्मा मिलया है अंदरों ही मिलया है al principio yo les dije que no importa sin tener en cuenta el lugar donde hayan nacido los maestros y sin tener en cuenta tampoco el tiempo o la época en la que hayan nacido los maestros todos ellos han estado de acuerdo eh, en una sola cosa ellos dicen que Dios Todopoderoso es uno Él se encuentra internamente y Él es uno para todos no importa si uno haya nacido en América o en África o en cualquier sitio del mundo Those who have realized Him have done so by going in the within and in the future also those who will realize him will do so by going in the within quienes le hayan realizado lo hicieron al ir hacia adentro y en el futuro también quienes le realicen lo harán solo después de haber ido hacia adentro guru arjan dev ne kahe jin kiya so gurte janya jis parmatma ne sansar banaya 
ਸੰਸਾਰ ਬਣਾਇਆ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਦੇ ਚਰਨਾਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੈਠ ਕੇ ਹੀ ਪਛਾਣਿਆ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਹੈਵ ਵੀ ਰੈਕਗਨਾਈਜ਼ਡ ਦ ਵਨ ਹੂ ਹੈਸ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਿਡ ਦਿਸ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਇਲ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦੀਸੇ ਸੋਲੋ ਕੋ ਲਗਰਾਸਿਆ ਦੇ ਮਾਇਸਟਰੋ ਪੁਦੀਮੋ ਰੈਕਨੋਸਰ ਆਕੇਲ ਕਿਨ ਕ੍ਰੀਓ ਤੋਦਾ ਇਸਤਾ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਹੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਬਾਈ ਸਿਟਿੰਗ ਐਟ ਦ ਫੀਟ ਆਫ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਰੈਕਗਨਾਈਜ਼ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੂਡ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਰੈਕਗਨਾਈਜ਼ਡ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਇਲ ਦੀਸੇ ਸੋਲੋ ਅਲ ਇਸਤਾਰ ਸੰਤਾਦ ਲੋਸ ਪੀਸ ਦੇਲ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਪੁਦੀਮੋ ਰੈਕਨੋਸਰ ਇ ਪੁਦੀਮੋਸ ਬੇਰ ਆਕੇਲ ਸਰ ਕੇ ਕ੍ਰੀਓ ਇਸਤਾ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਰਾਮ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨ ਬਰਮ ਦੇਵਤਾਰ ਸਨ ਤ੍ਰਿਲੋਕੀ ਦੇ ਮਾਲਕ ਸਨ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਖੁਦ ਪੜਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਲਾ ਸਕੇ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਜ਼ਿਕਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੇ ਦਰ ਤੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਤਾਉਣ ਨਹੀਂ ਚੁਕਾਈ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਰਾਮਾ ਐਂਡ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨਾ ਵੈਰ ਦੀ ਇਨਕਾਰਨੇਟਸ ਆਫ ਬ੍ਰਹਮ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦੀ ਸੇ ਰਾਮਾ ਐਂਡ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨਾ ਫੋਰਨ ਇਨਕਾਰਨੇਸ਼ਨਸ ਦੇ ਬ੍ਰਹਮ ਬਟ ਇਵਨ ਦੇ ਕੁਡ ਨਾਟ ਰਿਮੂਵ ਦ ਵੇਲ ਪਰ ਉਹਨੀ ਏਜਸ ਪੁਦੀਰਨ ਐਲੀਮਿਨਰ ਇਲ ਬੇਲ ਅਨਲੈਸ ਦੇ ਵੈਂਟ ਟੂ ਦੇਅਰ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਐਂਡ ਬਾਓ ਡਾਊਨ ਦੇਅਰ ਹੈਡਸ at the feet of the master they could not lift up the veil sino acudieran a los pies de su maestro y no se inclinaran ante él no hubieran podido deshacer este velo que existe aakarte aake swami ji maharaj kende hai vi main tuhanu koi nava ja mat nahi dassya ga main tuhanu ohi surat shabd abhyas dassya hai jo sab santan ne bayan kita hai Finally Swami ji Maharaj says that I have not told you anything new I have not talked about any new path I only told you about the path of the surat shabd this is the path which all the masters have talked about Finalmente Swami ji Maharaj dice no les he dicho nada nuevo no les he traído un mensaje nuevo simplemente les he hablado acerca del sendero del surat shabd yoga que es el sendero que siempre que han enseñado todos los santos Sanu vijayda hai jo ko Swami ji Maharaj ne chote ye shabd de ਪ੍ਰੇਮ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸੰਤ ਮਤ ਨੂੰ ਖੋਲ ਕੇ ਸਮਝਾਇਆ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਚੱਲ ਕੇ ਆਪਦੇ ਜੀਵਨ ਨੂੰ ਟਾਲ ਕੇ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਉਠਾਈਏ ਅੱਜ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਕੱਲ ਤੇ ਨਾ ਛੱਡੀਏ ਇਸੇ ਜਨਮ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਿਸ ਮਕਸਦ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਇਨਸਾਨ ਦਾ ਜਾਮਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਉਠਾਈਏ ਜੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਨੇ ਸਾਡੇ ਤੇ ਦਇਆ ਕੀਤੀ ਹੈ ਤੇ ਆਸ਼ਾ ਰੱਖ ਕੇ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਇਸੇ ਜਨਮ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਤੁਰਤਾਮ ਲੈ ਜਾਊਂਗਾ ਉਹਦੀ ਵੀ ਆਸ਼ਾ ਪੂਰੀ ਕਰਕੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਆਪ ਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਫਲ ਬਣਾਈਏ ਸੋ ਵਾਟ ਐਵਰ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਹੈਸ ਲਿਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਐਕਸਪਲੇਨ ਟੂ ਅਸ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਬ੍ਰੀਫ ਹਿਮ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਓਪਨਡ ਦ ਟੀਚਿੰਗਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਪਾਥ ਟੂ ਅਸ ਇਨ ਵੈਰੀ ਫਿਊ ਵਰਡਸ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਫਾਲੋ ਦ ਟੀਚਿੰਗਸ ਆਫ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਅਪਲਾਈ ਹਿਸ ਵਰਡਸ ਟੂ ਆਵਰ ਲਾਈਫ ਦੇ ਮਾਨੇਰਾ ਕਿ ਅਕੇਲਿਆਸ ਪੋਕਸ ਕੋਸਸ ਕੇ ਨੋ ਸਾਜਾ ਦਿਚੋ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਨੇ ਸਤਵਾਨੀ ਇਲ ਨੋਸ ਐਕਸਪਲਿਕੋ ਇਲ ਸੈਂਡਰੋ ਇਨ ਉਨਾ ਫੋਰਮਾ ਮੂਈ ਅਬਿਅਰਤਾ ਦੇ ਮਾਨੇਰਾ ਕਿ ਦੇਵੇਮੋਸ ਸੇਗੀਰ ਲਾ ਸਿੰਡੀਕੇਸ਼ਨਸ ਇਲੋ ਕੇ ਨੋ ਸਾਜਾ ਸੰਨਿਆਸ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਮੇਕ ਆਵਰ ਬਰਥ ਸਕਸੈਸਫੁਲ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਆਲਸੋ ਫੁਲਫਿਲ ਦ ਹੋਪ which the master has given us the initiation he wants us to go return to our home in this lifetime itself so we should by following the words of the master and by doing the meditation should fulfill that hope debemos hacer que este nacimiento humano sea un éxito y debemos también cumplir o satisfacer aquella esperanza con la cual el maestro nos dio la sagrada iniciación es su deseo que nosotros logremos eh, la liberación y logremos todo lo más posible en este nacimiento humano de manera que debemos tratar de satisfacer esa esperanza que él tiene
Our closing bhajan is on page 265. O oh, foolish mind, at least now wake up. The night is dark, the path unknown. On your head is the burden of sins. The river is deep, the boat is old, and on top of that it has thousands of holes. Ages have passed while you were sleeping. O oh, lazy one, give up the sleep. The parents, the wife, the son, the brother, whom you understand as the most beloved, they all will leave you as soon as the bird of life flies away. Everyone has their own tambourine and all have their own melody. The essence of all the truths is Nam. Nam is the support of life. Love is Nam. And by saying Nam, one takes the boat across. Kripal is the holy Nam of God, or name of God, who protects and loves. Leaving hundreds of works, go to satsang. O man, leaving thousands of works, meditate. As much as the body needs food, the soul also needs the food of Simran. O Ajayb, remember the words of Kripal. You have wandered enough, so at least now wake up. O foolish mind, at least now wake up. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 265. O Manamuraka, Abato Jaga. O Manamuraka, Abato Jaga. O Manamuraka, Abato Jaga. Rat Anderi, Pate Anjana. Sir Parahe. Papo Kabara Geri Nadia Nave Purani Or Usmebi Chedahajar Rat Anderi Pate Anjana Sir Parahe Kabara Geri Nadia Nave Purani Or Usmebi Chedahajar Beat Gaye Juga Sote Sote Are Alasi Nindratiag O Manamuraka Abato Jaga O Manamuraka Abato Jag Mata Pita Patni Sutadara Samajiraha 
जीन को अति प्यारा प्राणोक पांची उदते ही कार्य चाहेंगे सभी के नारा माता पिता पत्नी सुत डारा समझ रहा चिन को अति प्यारा प्राणों का पांची उदते ही कार्य चाहेंगे सभी के नारा सब की आपनी आपनी टफली सब का आपना आपना राग ओ मन मुराक आब तो जाग ओ मन मुराक आब तो जाग सकलस ते का सार नाम है जीवन का अडार नाम है प्रेम नाम है प्यार नाम है कहते बेर पार नाम है सकलस दे का सार नाम है जीवन का अडार नाम है प्रेम नाम है प्यार नाम है कहते बेर पार नाम है प्रभु को पवन कृपाल नाम है करे प्रतिपाल और अनुराग ओ मन मुराक आब तो जाग ओ मन मुराक आब तो जाग सो काम चोर सत संग में जाना हजार काम चोर बंदे ध्यान लगाना जितनी जरूरत तन को खाने की आत्मा भी मांगे सिमरन काना सो काम चोर सत संग में जाना हजार काम चोर बंदे ध्यान लगाना जितनी जरूरत तन को खाने की 
आत्मा भी मांगे सिमरन खाना वाक अजैब याद राख कृपाल का खाली तो करे आब तो जाग ओ मन मुराक आब तो जागा ओ मन मुराक आब तो जाग ओ फूलिश माइंड एट लीस्ट नाउ वेक अप मे गॉड bless us all